Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about the pinnacle weapon problem in Destiny 2. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now. Twitch.tv slash say no to rage. And you might be wondering, Lono, what's wrong with pinnacle weapons? Are you trying to take something good away from us? Are you talking, you know, you're trying to take our power away, you're trying to nerf stuff? No, I'm not. <clears throat> I got into this a little bit on the Rageous Roundtable, decided I really wanted to flesh out my thoughts. Before I get into the video, you need to understand something. I'm not trying to take away cool stuff or powerful stuff. We also need to talk about the fact and admit right from the beginning, not all pinnacles are created equal. There's an enormous difference between like the Oxygen Scout Rifle and Recluse Mountaintop. You know, there's a big difference between the Revoker and, you know, the Wen- the Wendigo. Like, not all pinnacles are equal. There are some that I feel have sort of ascended to the height of almost being an exotic. And I also think in the realm of loot pursuit, you know these weapons are going to pose a problem if they continue to launch um, as powerful as they are and as strong as they are in comparison to the rest of the perk pools in the game and the rest of the potential roles you can get on other weapons. Yeah, I mean, somebody in chat saying the Hush. There's a huge difference between the Hush and how good the Recluse is, right? So I, I think that this th- there's, a, there's a problem with the way they're landing in the game. I'm not saying they should be done away with or removed. I just think their presence in the game right now is problematic. So first, I want to talk about how no room. You're going to run out of room within the archetypes and within the weapons if you keep adding weapons to the game that are this strong. Secondly, I want to talk about loot pursuit, the impact this has on a game that's supposed to be about pursuing loot and chasing god rolls. Uh, and then I want to talk about perks and investment. The perk pools on weapons presently and the investment that we have in activities like menagerie, you know, etc. So, no room. I really do think it's really going to get tough to have room in all the various lanes of weapons if you keep adding things that are at the level of the recluse and the mountaintop. It's going to be very difficult for them to make something stronger because they're just so, so good. I like when a weapon, a pinnacle weapon, has a sort of an identity and is just a good weapon, but it also has like a unique way of showing up. I think the Wendigo is a good example of this. The Wendigo is not always super strong. It also has a very unique execution style and identity. It's not like a universally amazing weapon. Recluse and Mountaintop need to be looked at. They're very, very one-size-fits-all, good-everywhere, amazing. Uh, And so... I think that's problematic. You're going to run out of room in the archetypes and in the lanes of weapon types and in what we do in this game if you're always adding stuff that are this insanely strong. Stronger, arguably, loadouts with all pinnacles than if you run any exotics. Best-in-class weapons, that's something that's going to happen. We have to admit that. There's going to be best-in-class weapons. I think that's okay. But Mountaintop and Recluse maybe went too far, especially considering... If we're chasing god rolls, if you've got aspirational content like raids and menagerie and things like the Ada Bounty, you know, weapon grind, and all of those weapons are essentially, even at their best, not as good as a pinnacle, that just seems like you're going to eventually really, really choke the loot pool and make it really tough to incentivize why am I going to go run the raid or that new grindable activity. If there's a new version, let's call it Menagerie 2.0, like they do something similar to Menagerie where you're grinding for rolls on guns, they've really got to start to look at why am I going for those? What's appealing about them? It's really tough to square this with RNG roll grinding when you do a quest, basically, and get a god roll 
great weapon you know that, that kind of wears a lot of hats and then you got weapons that are like the hush i mean you got weapons that are just not even remotely pinnacle i i think the hush and like the wendigo were weapons where they tried to make them like unique and cool not necessarily always powerful and some of these other weapons i think maybe just they made them so so powerful it's going to create problems in the future if they don't think about this going forward if every season has weapons like this that stand out after just a couple of seasons it's going to be really hard for them to top that here's a new activity here's new gear okay why do i care why am i running it is it going to make me more powerful we we had similar conversation about the well of radiance well of radiance is so strong it's really difficult to ever feel like putting on another super because it's such a one size fits all power structure you've really got to open up the game and let it breathe a little bit and 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 pinnacle weapons are a threat to that i think so let's talk about the loot pursuit the the chasing of loot in the game and how pinnacle weapons feel in my opinion out of place i don't want them to take them away from you having them every season is nice it's a guaranteed drop it's a thing for you to set your sights on but they do feel somewhat out of place they honestly in some respects again as i said some of these feel like exotics with just really grindy quests. And that's another situation we have to talk about. Exotics are in a really weird place. A lot of the exotics, a lot of the primary and secondary exotics, not heavy, a lot of the primary and secondary exotics are basically not worth using in PvE. There's a couple that are worth using in PvP, but most exotics are just sitting by the wayside, and you're compounding that problem by introducing legendary class weapons that are far and above and so surpassing the efficiency and the strength of a lot of the exotics in the game. I think you can hurt loot drive when god roll is linearly achieved. And what I mean by it's linearly achieved is you basically just plug away at the quest. You do the quest, once you're done with the quest, it spits it out. And it's not only a god roll, it's like far beyond god roll. So in my mind, what I would think about loot pursuit is pinnacle weapons are fine if they're sort of hanging out in the really, really good almost god roll category and they have a unique perk on them that makes them stand out like onslaught on the breakneck onslaught on the breakneck is another good example i think of a weapon that feels unique and it is strong but there are other primary weapons that go beyond it if you get the absolute best possible roll and the the breakneck is there as a really nice strong option if you want a guaranteed weapon especially like let's say you like excuse me let's say you like auto rifles and you really really want a good strong auto rifle where the break next there is a guaranteed drop but it shouldn't be better than all the other auto rifles it shouldn't be better than every other possible role there should be really really good auto rifles that we could get that's a glaring vacancy in the loot pool right now right other than the half dan there's no auto rifles worth using other than breakneck and again that to me poses a problem to loot pursuit and the loot pool when you have one weapon and all the rest are just sort of like yeah they're all garbage they're trash I, I'm kind of not letting Bungie off the hook here. I feel like, I feel like Pinnacles are letting them off the hook. Instead of addressing vacancies and problems in the weapon loot pool, like exotics being trash, auto rifles being garbage, scout rifles are garbage, Like instead of addressing those far-reaching problems, they just hand you a Pinnacle and you're like, oh, this is great, I don't need anything else. That, I think, hurts loot pursuit. Lack of intentionality is... The main cause, I think, of people really, really liking Pinnacles. We lack intentionality in the game. If you want to grind for a certain thing, it's really, really hard to get it. And I think the Menagerie is proving my case for me to a certain degree. The intentionality that came to the game 
with the menagerie really was appealing to people. And I think the reason people like Pinnacles and the reason they liked Menagerie pre-nerf is because of the intentionality. So the answer to the lack of intentional grind in the game, the lack of volition and player agency over those weapon pursuits, I don't think the answer to that is just to always give us best-in-class, unmatchable Pinnacles every single season. Pinnacles should be, I think, underneath God Roll Legendaries, and they should definitely not be outpacing and outperforming Exotics. Lastly, let's talk about perks and investment. I think guns and perk pools need serious work, and pinnacles just sort of feel like a punt. I think the perk pools, the perk diversity, the perk strength, all of that, the depth, the investment in a weapon, I think all of that needs looked at, and pinnacles just feel like a punt. Oh, well, we're not really going to make better perks and better archetypal grinds for you like oh i really want to get this type of pulse or hand cannon or this type of shotgun because there's this new perk there's this new possible roll we're not doing that we're just chasing god roll pinnacles instead again it just feels like a punt pinnacles could be complementary to a good loot system right now they feel like they're sort of standing above it and everything else is sort of beneath it not really feeling like it's even worth really using unless you just kind of like i don't like that gun or in my case i didn't get the mountaintop it just looked like it it was going to take too long to get new activities and raids i think should be getting better and really dope and new perks they should be getting the new dope perks those are aspirational pieces of content whether it's the raid or it's a new activity like the menagerie that's where they should be setting their sights oh hey Every new gun that is in this new activity, they all have a couple of new perks, and these new perk combinations can be really dope. Oh, sweet, I'm going to grind for that. We're not getting that. Anytime they institute a new really dope perk, they slap it on a pinnacle. This, again, to me, feels like a punt, and if we continue to just be like, oh, that's totally fine, let that lie, let these pinnacles stay, I think their presence in the game could shortchange what we could really get out of a really good loot system with good depth. The Menagerie proved that the answer to something as poor as the Reckoning isn't more pinnacles, it's a more intentional grind. So I think if you're looking at the scope of the game, new new activities, new loot pursuits, I think that's the direction that they should go, is more intentionality with greater depth and investment in perk pools, not just more pinnacles. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live, twitch.tv slash Rage. Q&A is about to follow. As always, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a Q&A session that followed my talk about the pinnacle weapon problem in Destiny 2. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now. Twitch.tv slash say no to rage. Let's jump right into the questions. There's a lot of them in here. Mind Creation Crew says the issue with pinnacle weapons and shown with Solstice is that it doesn't matter how well you play. It's how much you're willing to grind. This is a delicate balance, though, because I'll be honest with you, when I was grinding off-stream and doing some of the Gambit and Crucible requirements for my Solstice armor, I really liked not having that pressure of, oh, if I lose, I'm wasting my time. Especially when I'm playing solo and just casually booting up the game to play, okay? Now, we're talking about Solstice armor, you're talking about Pinnacle Weapons, I would argue that both the Recluse and the Mountaintop are protected and gated off by skill to a reasonable degree. The the Mountaintop may be too much, but you can't just like, you can't just get the Recluse by playing 25 games or something. 
you've you've at least got to like try to win and climb or you're not going to get it so i i don't know there's a there's a delicate balance there i hear where you're coming from i think you would maybe be less likely to make this criticism if if pinnacles were just like really good weapons instead of weapons that outperform exotics that i think makes your criticism get a little bit more traction it's like well dude you can freaking get a recluse honestly and a mountaintop just by being willing to grind and then you get weapons that are outperforming exotics and in an rng loot based game that is a potential problem that is a potential issue so you know and mark the boy says isn't the point of a pinnacle weapon it's something of high order not obtainable by everyone you're creating that i don't know if that's the standard bungie's going for if you look at if you look at the way they've structured pinnacles up to this point i don't think your assertion is correct i think your premise is proved false by the overwhelming amount of pinnacles that are not difficult to get it's just a matter of time you know because you're saying well not everyone deserves the recluse but again it, it isn't that i mean it's difficult to get but most people could just grind out and eventually get the right rank and the right amount of kills and get the recluse, right? And I think you pose, I think there's a serious problem with saying, here's one of the best weapons in the game and only the best players can get it. That is a rich get richer scenario that is heavily problematic. I think it was, what the frick was that game? Homefront, I think it's PvP was so broken because of rich get richer rich get richer if you got a kill you had like damage resistance and more damage output so like every time you got a kill you were stronger like you basically were unkillable at a certain point it was stupid it was totally broken i i think there's a real danger in rich get richer there's a real danger because i'm not saying you shouldn't require something some level of commitment and skill to get it but at the same time do you want it to be like what was it the the redrix claymore and then they turned it into the broadsword dude the redrix freaking had terrible saturation in the community and i just don't know if you i don't know if that's good i don't know if that's good and, and worthy of defense i you know because are you the arbiter people are questioning you in chat i mean are you the arbiter are you in charge of who deserves what you know there are plenty of PvE pinnacles for players to get. Yeah, but come on, dude. Are you going to try and tell me that the Oxygen or the Hush are on the level of Recluse Mountaintop? Recluse Mountaintop are good everywhere. Do you know? It's just, I don't know if in a game like this, that's the route you want to go. The best PvP players are the very few who can actually get the best weapons. That's ridiculously problematic. If you can't see that as being problematic, I, I I can't make it any plainer than that. You know, if if everybody that is at like real crafty's level, if that percentage of the player base are the only ones that can earn some better gun in Apex, that's a massive problem. You're handing a really really uh, an advantage to somebody who already has natural intrinsic advantage because they're a good player. It just I don't know. That gets really complicated. And that's why I think pinnacles pose a problem. Now, if you want to talk about getting a pinnacle and it's good, it's a little bit more accessible because it really is just a good weapon, but there's investment things you can do, grinds you can do to make the gun better. 
truth be told, if you put the recluse in the hand of Ogre 2, and you put the recluse in my hand, I'm gonna lose. Tom's gonna kill me almost every time. He's a better player than me. Now, if you give him the recluse and you give me guns that are weaker, now you've made it almost insurmountable. I'm never gonna kill him. At least if we both have it, there's times where I might get the jump on him and get him. But like... Most of the time, the same weapon in somebody at Ogre 2's level and somebody at my level, he's still going to beat me most of the time. It doesn't disrupt the balance of the game. What causes a disruption of balance in the game is when you hand the one percenters the, the, the top one percent weapons as well. Sasquatch. Do you think we need more pinnacles like Hush or Revoker? Weapons that are great in a certain playstyle, but they but there are random rolled options out there that are universally better options. This is pretty much in line with what I said. I think you submitted this question before I did my video. I basically said this in my video. Maybe go more towards the direction of it's a really good weapon, and it's good in certain contexts, like the Wendigo or, as you're saying, Hush and Revoker, and it has like a unique identity, but it's not this universally great weapon. Mountaintop and Recluse, I think, really, really are the standouts they're kind of like well of radiance they're way outside the bell curve of other pinnacles they're way outside the bell curve of the weapon pool in general so trunks what if they put a restriction on the not forgotten so it can only be used in competitive wouldn't that solve the problem for the people who go into quick play just to have fun I don't think this is the answer either I don't think you want to say oh we have an imbalance problem let's restrict what players can use I think the way that people responded to curated roles, I'm sorry, curated loadouts, uh, people responded to curated loadouts in a really negative way when they launched that for those raid layers. So I think the last thing you want to do is say, oh, I've got an idea. Let's, let's create a restriction where you can't use the weapon everywhere. I don't think that's the right answer. I don't. That's a punt. You're like, well, we have a balance problem. I'm not saying that this is a balance problem. I'm not saying Not Forgotten's a balance problem. You're basically saying, oh, we have a balancing problem. Can we just kick it out of quick play? Um, I, I don't think that that's the way to treat the player base, is to say, well, you got this really great thing, but you can only use it in some you know, really, really specific areas. Uh, I don't think that would be a good idea. Uh, Whip... Wh- Something spanily, Wilk C. Spanish says, if Recluse couldn't be able to proc Master at Arms, only be by second weapon, would it be balanced? If it couldn't be able to proc Master Yeah, I don't know. I don't have the answer of fixing Recluse. I don't. I'm not going to try and argue for its nerf. It, The Mountaintop and the Recluse are going to get nerfed. Like, just write it down and prepare yourself, okay? Put it on the calendar. It's happening. Not because streamers complained, but because that's what happens to things that are outliers and outside of bell curves and and functioning in ways that they shouldn't. Like, those weapons are are going to get nerfed, okay? Um, And I'm not arguing for them to be nerfed. I just, the the pattern is set at this point. You should be, you should just sort of know and come to expect when weapons are that strong, they'll be addressed. Um, So, I, I don't have the solution on how to nerf it, though. Swamp Gator. Do you think there should be an Iron Banner Pinnacle weapon? I'd be okay with it, sure, but again, I think Pinnacle weapons need to stay in a lane. I think there should be exotics, and I think when exotics are seen to not be performing as well as they should, all those exotics should be getting a buff. Whether it's the you know, the the Suros 
or the graviton lance all those weapons should be be addressed because they're not good okay they're not functioning very strongly and there are pinnacles that are functioning better than virtually all exotics so they should stay in their lane and they're not staying in their lane they're legendary weapons that are better than weapons you can get in aspirational content like the raid and they're better than exotics and i think that's where they that's where they're going awry this is the exact same logic that i used when i said the ikolos shotgun was too strong it was functioning at the level of an exotic power weapon everyone disagreed with me everyone said it was totally fine and it wasn't and it got nerfed they didn't nerf it because Lono said it needed to be nerfed. I just, after this many years of watching what they do with weapons in the pool, it was like, this gun, it's not working as it should. It's leaving its lane. You know? It was way too strong. And Well of Radiance is in the same ballpark. Recluse Mountaintop's in the same ballpark. They're way outside of their lane. And that creates a problem. And if they don't address it, then it just persists and... You know, everybody's going to get mad when they nerf it, and I'm probably going to get comments on my YouTube about it, but I'm telling you, it's going to happen. Um, so, Icolos was different, and it existed when many other guns didn't, and when they only had static rolls, so that's different. I'm talking about when they moved Icolos to the energy slot, and it was still functioning as a heavy weapon, and it was outperforming exotic heavies. So... What you're saying is a completely moot. It has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. The the Icolos was built at a time when it was a power weapon, and then they moved it to another slot, and it was still functioning as a best-in-class power weapon with respect to damage output. Rusty. Pinnacles mostly replace every other gun in its category, a.k.a. why would I run Legendary Fusion because of the loaded question? What do you think Bungie allowing pinnacle perks to randomly roll on other rare weapons like raid weapons? Um, I don't know. Icolos wasn't amazing when all the other weapons showed up. What you're saying is objectively false and proven false by virtually every video by speedrunners and boss melters alike. You're, it's fa- what you're saying is false. The Icolos shotgun pre-nerf was the absolute DPS king in almost every scenario. So... That's not true. It, you, you can prove that with math, that it was brokenly strong and outperforming all other exotic heavies. But even once other weapons came out, it was still unbelievably strong and it needed to be addressed. Um, now, this question's good, though. Like, Rusty's getting at what I'm saying, right? Why run a fusion? I've got the loaded question. You know, why run any other SMG? I've got the recluse. That that creates a problem because they're, they're best in class. This is why I said... There is an element where I would say it's okay to have best-in-class weapons, but I don't think pinnacles are how you should get them. There should be something that's, whether you grind for the roll and then invest in the gun, you know how they're talking about the armor 2.0 system, right? We invest in the armor, we leveled up, we increase its energy, and then we get, like, other things we can do to it. I kind of feel like weapons should be the same way, and I don't necessarily feel like pinnacles make sense in that regard because there's no investment it's a grind but it's not like an investment so i i think that you know bungie allowing pinnacle perks to randomly roll on other rare weapons here's what i think there should be there should be like a a tiered system exotic should be all the way at the top 
and be the and be some of the best weapons in their in their spot then there should be god roll masterwork modded legendaries from aspirational content you really put in the time and got something from the raid or a nightfall or if bungie's adding all these investment pads for armor maybe they're going to add other aspirational content with difficulty spectrum like shattered throne okay so you've got exotics and then right underneath that you should have the best possible roll on a weapon it's got mod slots in it you've invested in it you've leveled the gun up okay underneath that you could have pinnacles and really really good rolls not a perfect roll but like a really really good roll legendary and pinnacles should be next and then underneath that you should just have garden variety legendaries that get the job done Pinnacles are way higher than they should be. Not all of them, but some of them are way higher than they should be, and that's the problem. They're they're stepping well outside of the hierarchy that's in the system, and that's why you can run Mountaintop, Recluse, Wendigo, best loadout. It's like you don't even need an exotic, and that's the best. That's one of the best, the best loadouts for DPS and and efficiency in the game. And that's in PVE, right? So. It's a loot pursuit game with random rolls, and you've created static rolls that undercut all of that grind and loot incentive. It's just like it's it's problematic. They need dialed back a little bit. Remy, with how powerful Recluse as a primary is, do you think Bungie is afraid to move it and weapons like it to the actual primary slot, allowing builds like Recluse loaded question when to go? May I mean maybe. I mean I don't know if that's why they're gonna stick with this weapon system. I, I would like them to go back to primary, secondary, and heavy and give us true elemental primaries, because elemental primaries do almost nothing in the game other than pop shields. That's not a disproportionate amount of power. Um so being able to run, you know, the kindled orchid and it has an element on it, and then I can run that with threat level, and the threat level also has an element on it. There's nothing wrong with that. Like being able to run the kindled orchid with cold heart you know I, I just I think that weapon system is superior and better and makes more sense it's easier to balance and we should go back to that and I don't think they're hesitant to do that because of the recluse because the recluse could be addressed within its own lane as an elemental primary you know the weapon itself could be addressed within its efficiency its damage how quick it you know it's TTK against you know majors and bosses and guardians could be addressed that has nothing to do with the weapon system, I don't think. Hawkmoon Hero. Things like Breakneck and Loaded Question feel like a happy medium. I missed some resubs. Sensei is Shigeru with 8 months and xCloud with 6 months. Thank you guys. I missed your subs. I am sorry. Things like Breakneck and Loaded Question feel like a happy medium. One size fits all strong, depending on the strength of their archetypes, but not to an excessive degree like Mountaintop and Recluse. Loaded Question and Breakneck. I agree with you. I, I don't... The only problem with the loaded question isn't the loaded question. The problem with the loaded question is there's like no fusions in the game. And the fusions you can get are like they, they like the the fusion from Scourge of the Past. It's really hard to get a really good roll on it. I mean, they could have put some unique perks in that perk pool and let you really grind with intentionality and try and get a god roll Scourge of the Past fusion that I think should then outclass the loaded question. Um so the loaded question should be a great fusion and it is the reason it's the best fusion is there's almost no other fusions worth using next question from sir phoenix maximus that's a heck of a name what about if the quest to get a pinnacle was easier but it only unlocked your ability to start getting randomly rolled version 
unlock recluse and then randomly rolled ones can drop like broadsword see i kind of like where your head's at because if i do a fairly easy quest that quest unlocks the bounty and then i can have that bounty in my inventory like the like the the chalice and i just keep grinding crucible and it keeps spitting out the recluse and then eventually i can get the god roll i like this a little bit better i think i would be okay with this as a solution I think I'd be okay with it. But here's the thing. You gotta have intentionality. It has to be like the chalice or the Ada bounties. I gotta be able to get the weapon at a really healthy interval and, and get like a guaranteed rhythm of delivery. So it doesn't turn into an IS Luna farm where you're just in the freaking Crucible play- playlist all day, every day, and you never see one. I don't think that would be the appropriate solution. I think that's one of the reasons people like Pinnacles is they hated that kind of a grind. I have been playing Crucible for six months, and I haven't seen a good IS Luna. I've gotten two or something like that. You would definitely want to have that intentionality there if this was your your solution to Pinnacles, you know, just dropping with a god roll. CP4 Gators. Should there be some sort of equipment limit, like with exotics? One Pinnacle, one exotic. If you choose to run an exotic, then you run two Pinnacles, or is that too simple of a fix? The only issue I have with this is I think that just creates... Too many rules can be confusing. And I think you add one more rule to loadouts. As I said a little bit ago, I think the weapon system in general is confusing because if you want to run an elemental primary, like let's say you want to run a Nation of Beasts, there is a very, very small smattering of kinetic secondary weapons that you can use alongside of your Nation of Beasts. And I think that that's silly and imbalanced and that's why they need to address the weapon system to be primary, secondary, and heavy and you can just give us like my warden's law would get like a random element assigned to it so here's the thing though restricting the loadout then and be like oh you can only use one pinnacle the truth is the only reason you're coming up with this restriction is because of mountaintop and recluse maybe Wendigo, but Mountaintop Recluse are undeniably functioning as almost like exotic level weapons. So that's why you're coming up with the solution. This solution really, really hurts the rest of the pinnacles. Nobody's going to run a breakneck. Nobody's going to run a loaded question. Maybe, maybe, maybe they won't. I don't know. I think that would be the big danger is 80% of the pinnacles now suddenly have a restriction attached to them when they're more in their lane. The breakneck, the loaded question, the Wendigo the delirium these are more in their lane as pinnacle weapons they're not functioning as exotics and restricting your loadout i mean i should be able to run a breakneck and a wendigo you know i i don't think the restriction is the answer because there's too many pinnacles that aren't functioning at the level of mountaintop recluse wordy is this more of an issue with how we define power and destiny than a strict power creep issue? There's only so many ways to increase power with cooldowns and damage. Is there any other way to help players feel powerful other than that? I mean, it's one of those things where I, I don't necessarily think they can... Yeah, I think you're right. You can only increase our power so much with cooldowns and raw damage. But I also think there's other ways that we can do damage. You can do damage with damage over time. You can do damage with a buff or a debuff or a bleed. You can do damage that's just raw, hit the crits. You can do damage that's rapid but low, like, you know, something that sprays, as opposed to something that goes for precision hits like a sniper. So damage delivery, there's a lot of different methods of damage delivery, 
the here's the main issue with destiny 2 with respect to how limited they are in the power they can give us okay they created environments fights rhythm of ads closest of ads they created all these environments around double primary and you're like what how does this have to do with double primary hang with me here they create all these elements and all these environments for double primary so there's always there's always really really close enemies and a couple of really really far enemies like look at almost every strike you go into there's always a bum rush of enemies close and then annoying enemies far out okay that was created because in their mind you're gonna run an auto rifle and a hand cannon and then a scout right you're gonna you're gonna give yourself two different styles of primary to engage with those enemies now fast forward to no more double primary most of the enemies are right on top of you so you're gonna gravitate toward a smaller slice of the weapon pool shotguns hand cannons pulse rifles maybe a fusion maybe trace rifles okay you're gravitating towards stuff that does quick damage at a clo- at a close at a close environment you know range of efficiency so those weapon types are generally only bo- bolstered and buffed certain ways so like a scout you could come up with really really creative ways to make scouts stronger at range a crit multiplier or something like that right but obviously you have to consider pvp here but still but scouts just don't have any legs in the game right now pulses are strong pretty much everywhere but again they're just sort of they're similar to a hand cannon you're just like it's agile it's up close it's crit based so you got auto rifles you got smgs and you got scouts that just they don't ever really feel like they can have anything done to them for that up close combat and so what ends up happening is you've limited the weapon pool to, to like a small slice of weapons and there's only so much you can do within those weapons as well. If there were linear if there were a, a ton of legendary trace rifles and a bunch of great fusion rifles and if snipers didn't suck if there was environments where you really felt like you needed a sniper, okay those weapons would be buffed and made stronger in completely different ways than the way you buff and make a shotgun and a hand cannon strong. Hand cannon shotgun is like just the go-to strat, and both those weapon types are they're buffed in very similar ways. So it's like, this is why I said if you gave us elemental primaries, they could get more creative with elemental style weapons. So I might go with a hand cannon that doesn't have, you know, outlaw rampage, but it's got some perk on it where I can get really good damage over time, or incendiary rounds, or blinding rounds, or suppressing rounds or something because it's, it's got elem it's there would be raw damage perk trees and there'd be like elemental perk trees and then that would just come down to maybe there are certain environments where you really want the elemental perk tree because of the way the enemies are delivered the way they take damage maybe they're really really hard to hit crit hits and stuff like that so that would help and i think part of the problem is scouts and auto rifles and smgs just don't get legs in pve SMGs do great in PvP, but you as soon as you go into PvE, unless it's if it's not the recluse, I just feel like I run out of ammo so fast. So it's a pretty far-reaching problem in the game that I don't think they're gonna solve with a couple of buffs to scouts. 
So, Trip the Millipede, thank you for the brand new Prime sub. If you guys have Prime subs and you use them here, I greatly appreciate that. A free way to support me is just to click the heart button. So if you're enjoying the conversation, the back and forth, and the Q&A, click that little heart button to follow me, and then you can have notifications when I go live. We do another segment and another talk and another Q&A called Stream Stop. That's coming up later, so stick around for that if you like the radio-style format. Uh, Sci Fireman. I really like the concept of having a pinnacle something to grind for. Is there a different way to offer rewards such as unlocking the pinnacle perk in the general loot pool for specific weapons instead of the curated god roll? The only problem with that is is that a lot of the times the perk only works in the right place. So a good example would be Desperado. Desperado doesn't work if you don't have Outlaw, right? And Onslaught doesn't work if you don't have um, Rampage. How does Onslaught work actually? I forget. In any case, a lot of times they've added weapons like that. Their actual perk only really works in 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 that context, right? So the minute you take, yeah, rampage. The minute you take onslaught and you throw it into a perk pool, it's a dead perk if it doesn't roll with rampage, right? Desperado doesn't work. It literally, by definition, Desperado needs outlaw, right? So. I think that becomes a problem as well. Um, and it can also be hard to, to, you know, it can also be hard to, to, uh, like, balance. Because if you get, get explosive light with spike nades, that might be way too strong, you know? I really want to get full court with spike nades. Like, I'd love to get a really, really good doomsday. Uh, I think it's a gr- one of the coolest looking weapons in the game. Uh, I would love to get one. Uh, so hopefully when they fix that grind and reckoning, maybe I can, but if you could get like full court and then you could also get the Wendigo's explosive light and spike needs, you see what I mean? Like, I don't know. I think it can get a little bit more complicated when you just throw a pinnacle perk in the general loot pool. So foul, the one FAL, the one says, uh, uh, out of the topic, when do you want D3? 2020, 2021, or do you want them to stay in D2? I would be happy to get D3 in 2021. I don't want Destiny 3 next year. I want them to take their time. I want them to build it in a new engine. I would like them to give us dedicated servers. I would like them to build a game that's going to adapt really, really well to the new, you know, new consoles. And I'm worried that this engine in this game presently won't. Um, so... I, that that's what I would like to see the Pie Piper shouldn't pinnacle weapons just be exotic they are generally very powerful have unique perks not randomly to obtain making them exotic could prevent players from stacking we've already addressed this I don't I think 80% of the pool of, of, of pinnacles aren't strong enough for to do what you're saying mountaintop and recluse yeah sure those should probably be exotics should the Wendigo be an exotic I mean maybe I don't know you'd have to really run the numbers but definitely J. Christ, what do you think if they got completely away from pinnacle weapons and went to curated god rolls? You have to grind a loop in order to get that roll. Somebody already kind of suggested this. They said, you know, what if you unlock the quest or the bounty and then you could grind for the curated god roll? Again, the intentionality and the rhythm of delivery has got to be there or you're going to have another IS Luna situation on your hand. Phantom, what do you think is worse? A grind locked behind a skill gap like Fabled Glory Rank or a grind locked behind time to play like kills? Which is worse? In the context of what we're talking about, I think a grind locked behind a skill gap is worse 
because you're giving better players a better weapon and I think that is a rich get richer situation as I already said earlier so Remy do you think if legendary weapons allowed you to put an extra perk like dragonfly full auto etc while keeping random rolls and keeping pinnacle weapons set rolls would it help incentivize uh, chasing legendary weapons without nerfing pinnacles Right, like, we don't necessarily need to nerf pinnacles. I think there were a couple that left their lane. I think, in general, what you're saying is how it should work. Legendary weapons, especially legendary weapons in aspirational content like a raid, should be the standout weapons. They should have the best, newest, awesomest stuff. And I think pinnacles pose a problem, you know, in that regard. Just look at the Crown of Sorrow weapon pool and you see what I'm talking about. Ashen Hollow. When it comes to the raid weapons, should those new perks only be applied to the curated versions? I would love it if raid weapons were good, strong, and had unique perks, but the curated role was like an absolute god, and you could grind for it more than three times a week. I'd be okay with that. So imagine the threat level in Scourge of the Past. is okay. You know, they added Trench Barrel, so it was basically a kinetic Ikolos. They should have went a little bit further with it and made a really, really strong, insanely dope curated roll. And then now you have your answer. Now you can run a lot of those elemental primaries. You got a really, really strong, you got a weapon that maybe is arguably better than Icolos. It, you know, make it the curated roll or something. So, you know, I, I think that would be a better way to treat aspirational content. Is that the point? A good weapon is a reward for good players. When does that not uh, become not normal? So a bench warmer or a second string quarterback should make the same money as Tom Brady. I mean, that's just such a false equivalency. That, that, that's a that's a terrible and non-functioning parallel. I'm not saying committed skilled players shouldn't have rewards, right? I'm not saying that. I'm saying in the realm of PvP and balance, handing the top one percent or the top ten percent the best weapons is a giant problem in pve it's not if you're like dude some of the best weapons and best rolled weapons are in the raid so you got to get a raid team and you got to go in there and grind it and beat it and the better your team the quicker you can beat the raid which means you're going to have more completions in a given week you're going to have more chances at a given god roll and then those weapons are really strong in pve that's fine right that's totally fine But in the realm of PvP, it's a significant problem when the saturation of the weapon is only in the top 10%. They earned it, they weren't born in the top 10%. That has nothing to do with what I'm saying. That has nothing to do with what I'm saying. You're asserting that if they're good, they deserve the best gear. I'm saying that assertion poses significant problems to balance. You don't have an answer to that. You're just like, oh, well, they earned it. They deserve it. Okay? So, if only the best players can run Recluse Mountaintop, and they're all running over everybody else who doesn't have it, at such a significant advantage that the TTK is almost non... You can't even defend against it. The only time I could defend against Recluse Mountaintop was literally with another broken weapon, Lord of Wolves. So, you can assert that all you want. You, you just are accepting that you're creating chaos within balance of PvP. Right? And I'm not saying only the best players get Recluse and Mountaintop. 
I'm pushing back against the idea that it should be set up so that only the best players. I'm not saying only the best players have Recluse Mountaintop. I'm pushing back against the people who are saying it should be set up in such a way that only the best players, only the top skill players, get the really, really good weapons. I don't think that's as, I don't think that's that's a good system. I think the path to Recluse was fine. I think Mountaintop was unreasonable. And if you couldn't get either one of those, it wasn't a question of skill. A lot of times it was a question of commitment, right? Plenty of people can earn Recluse and Mountaintop over time. It just takes them a little bit longer, right? So I'm not saying that that's how Recluse and Mountaintop are functioning. I'm saying if you set it up so that is the result that only the top 10% get it, that's a super pro- that's a super big problem. Because I got a Recluse too. I had some people help me. We grinded out. We did it in two afternoons. And I'm definitely like an average player. So. System. System shock. What's your opinion on PvP pinnacle weapons being best in slot and pve like recluse mountaintop personally i see it as a big pinnacle problem recluse and mountaintop are problematic as they exist but to a certain extent a really good pvp weapon is probably going to be a really good pve weapon because if the weapon is good in pvp it's going to be good at damage like efficient damage delivery if a weapon is good in pvp it's going to have very efficient damage delivery and efficient damage delivery is going to help you everywhere in PvE. It's going to help with trash mobs, shielded mobs, majors, mini bosses, and bosses. Like, the, if they hand you a weapon that is best in slot and it's good in PvP, it's very likely it's going to be good in PvE. Now, that doesn't go the other direction as easily. Whisper of the Worm, amazing DPS weapon, but you're not taking it into Gambit. I'm sorry, you're not taking it into PvP because. It isn't going to land in that context as efficiently as like the way that like Recluse does. You see, it's not always the case, but a lot of the times if they make a really, really good weapon in PvP, it's probably also going to be good in PvE. Not every time, but it's likely because that's what makes a good PvP weapon. WC Mally. Could part of the problem with pinnacle weapons be all the experienced comp players playing recovery accounts? This certainly makes it harder for the casual to get to 2100. Well, yeah, I mean, recovery accounts definitely make it a problem. I mean, when I got my Recluse, I played with guys that were really, really skilled, and they were playing on borrowed accounts, so we were going into low glory and playing against players who were probably trying to do the same thing, okay? They were probably going for Recluse 2, and they were going up against players that were not low glory rank players. So yes, it does pose a problem. But I I don't know what the answer is. I mean, if somebody wants to give their account to to, you know, bandwipe and 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 let him help out somebody in the community, I you know, what are you going to do to stop that? Well, it's against terms of service. I you know, the, uh, nobody's enforcing account sharing rules. So, Uh, Aracon says, for someone that has less than three weeks in the game, what weapon should I try and get for PvE only? I don't know, whatever suits your fancy. I, the, 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 that's, that's, that's not really what I do in Q&A. If you're playing, just, just play and get weapons. Like, there's, there's some good weapons in the Menagerie, you know, good hand cannon and shotgun in there. Uh, JD Turkleton, 
Since we don't have trials, PvP pinnacle weapons are the only carrot for the PvP crowd. If you want items like Recluse to be nerfed in some way, what do you propose they put into that void? This is a good question. Um, and this, this harkens back to things I've said in other conversations. The only way you're going to motivate the PvP crowd to chase a weapon is if the weapon's good. And then when you go and get that weapon and that weapon's good, it becomes the meta and it becomes what everybody uses. So... I, that that's just a cyclical power problem in the game. You motivate people with power, and then that power becomes the meta. And so, can they make something next season that's better than Mountaintop Recluse? I don't know, because the time to kill is absurd. So, Mark says, someone tell me the point of being good at anything in life if someone who isn't good at the things you are gets the same thing you do. What's the point? But again, you're just getting to... It's a video game, okay? And there are there are incentivization problems with motivating players to play when you basically say only the top 10% should get these things. Presently, I don't think that's happening in Destiny, and that's why I don't think what you're arguing for is a good idea. It's a video game. It's a business. They want their players to stay engaged. So, your sentimentality is, in the realm of business, stupid. And let me tell you why. If you only appeal to the top 10%, and you only give them the best stuff, and you make it feel like 90% of their community can't get those things, you're going to quickly lose your community, make less money, and your game will be a failure. So, accessibility is an massively important factor in the success and business of a game-as-service, live-service, RPG loot pursuit game so presently in destiny I don't think there's anything that is way too hard for people to get and that they're holding things behind this massive skill gate hurdle you seem to be arguing that it should be set up that way and that only 10% only the very very small percentage of highly skilled players should be able to get the absolute best items that is an incredibly stupid business strategy it just is because you're going to make people not want to play. You're literally going to shove people. Oh, hey, thanks for buying Shadow Keep. Here's all the best weapons. They're over there and they're almost impossible to get, and only 10% of the community is going to get them. And Bungie agrees with me. Look at what they did when the Redrix Claymore player saturation was so stupidly low that they renamed it, changed the quest, and let let it be more accessible next season. Okay? So, you can argue till you're blue in the face about this. You can assert this to the cows come home. No one in the, in the business world of video games is going to agree with you because they're not selling to the 10%. They're selling to the whole, and they have to keep everybody happy, not just you. So, I'm not saying you shouldn't have aspirational content with aspirational rewards, but there is a delicate balance between saying, here's the best weapons, and you gotta work to get them, and saying, here's the best weapons, and they're so difficult to get that a very small percentage of the community is gonna get them. There's a big difference between the two. There's a big difference between the two. And there's a difference between accessibility and making things super, super easy. I'm not saying make it easy to get things like Recluse and Mountaintop. 
I think you're arguing too far. You're going too far with restricting access to the best weapons, which wouldn't work in a game that captures over a million players a day. Because the math is not in their favor. If there's over a million people playing a day, that million, they're not the top 10%. A lot of them are just wanting to do looties and shooties and prop their feet and have a good time, and they want to be able to get the dope stuff. Now, I will agree that they went too far when D2 came out with, like, the clan engrams. You could literally get raid gear never running the raid. You could get trials gear never going into trials. That's way too far in the opposite direction. I think you're trying to run in the other direction and potentially making it way too difficult to get the best gear and thusly stiff-arming an enormous portion of the community. Lemon Boy. Do you think if there was a limit on where you could use the pinnacles, it would still be a problem? Limiting where people can use gear that they've earned is a terrible solution. I'm sorry. We've had the suggestion a couple times today, so I don't want to be dismissive, but I don't think this is a good solution. Making it so you can't use what you've earned in, in the whole game. So. Excuse me. Depot side. Off topic. Do you think every set of armor 2.0 will have specific perk that you don't get in any other set? I don't know if they would go this narrow, bro. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm not sure if they would go that narrow. Because that, that could be kind of weird, you know? There's a lot of armor sets in the game, so... Sunfire. Now, if it was a perk that was specific to the activity or the location, I could get behind that. I would love... Let me, let me scroll back up. I would love for them to say the... You know, the armor set from the EDZ gives you marginal benefits while you're on the EDZ, and you get even more than that when you're you're wearing a full set or something. Or at the very least, four pieces from the EDZ gives you some benefits when you're on there. Now, this would only work with a loadout system, okay? Because I need to be able to change my entire loadout if they do this, because there's eight... There's six planets, plus Tangled Shore in Dreaming City. That's eight locations, plus the moon. We're potentially getting the moon in another location. I don't know. So you're talking about maybe nine to ten locations, nine to ten NPCs, plus Iron Banner, plus Crucible, plus Vanguard, plus Raid. Like, there's a lot of armor sets there. Now, I outlined this in another video. If you go into Collections, and you go to Armor, and let's say you go to Gambit, okay? And let's just say this is your gambit set and you go in here and you store, you got a pair of gauntlets with the roll that you like. You you got all the pieces that you like. You farm for them, you grinded for them. There should be a bounty system in, in gambit just like Ada has so you can have intentionality and slowly get all the pieces for gambit that you want. And then you don't store them in the vault, you store them right here, okay? And then you say, like up here, maybe give us... 10 different loadouts and I click loadout one and I come down here and I go click 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 and that's loadout number one okay so whenever I go into collections and you could have like I guess like maybe a loadout section maybe have it above the character so like up here there's like 10 boxes and I click on loadout one bam and it pulls everything from loadout one and it puts it on my character okay a loadout system coinciding with the collection system and the collection system basically serving as your that's your storage that's your storage you go here and you're like okay 
This is the grips of the great hunt. This is the best roll I've gotten. I come in here, I press this button, boom, and it locks it into my collections. And then, it, and I can, st- it's basically stored there. I can delete it if I want to. It's quote unquote stored in collections. Then, once it's in collections, I can go to collections, I can go to armor, I can go to end game, and I can go to grips of the great hunt and say, okay, loadout number three, bam, okay? So, whenever I'm raiding, loadout number three boom 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 I check those boxes those are part of that loadout now you're like why on earth do you need all this Lono why on earth listen to me if you literally if you literally went to every planet and every activity and gave it an armor set with set bonuses you would absolutely have to give us the ability to change loadouts because if not it would be way too arduous and frustrating you don't even have enough space in your freaking inventory for that many armor sets now if someone from bungie was listening to this and saw me outline that they're like oh my gosh that's easily six months worth of development time just to build that system okay tuck that away for destiny 3 but i definitely think activity specific armor specific set bonuses would be fantastic and you don't need it if you're like oh my gosh the poor casual would never get all the armor sets that that what like that wouldn't matter because there would be marginal benefits but it would give you that completionist mindset as a hardcore player i'm pretty much done with everything well i'm gonna work on a good armor set from this planet i want to get all of the things so whenever i run strikes I've got a really good loadout for strikes. Now you're like, well, what, why would I want to run strikes? That's a whole other topic, right? Like, how do you make strikes viable? You give Zavala bounties that can spit out really dope stuff, and the longer you're in the playlist, the quicker the bounty completes. It's like the chalice. Every time it completes, it spits the thing out. You can just stay in the playlist all day. Well, if you're staying in the strike playlist all day, you land on a planet, and you switch your loadout because you're on the EDZ, and then you're on Nessus, and you're changing your loadout in collections, and you feel those marginal benefits. Then you feel great. Then you're faster. You're faster at the grind. You're faster at the quickness of the way that you're playing through the strikes. Boom. Like, that would give you that would give you that sense of completionist like this helps me and then another thing that this would land on okay so I've already talked about this they have their armor system that they're outlining like more stats more investment we need difficulty spectrum I should be able to go into the strike playlist and turn on contest modifier so it's really really hard and I feel that need and that pain to min max or have a loadout for that specific planet why because I put on contest modifier you know because if you don't have difficulty spectrum a lot of what I'm talking about a lot of what defo sides asking about and a lot of what they're adding with respect to like more stats on armor a lot of it just doesn't freaking matter because like why do I care about adding little benefits and little perks here and there if the content isn't demanding that of me so contest modifier would demand that of you because it would be tough and those little benefits those little quickness of you know getting abilities back generating more orbs getting more ammo to drop on the ground things like that those things would start to matter and you'd want to have that completionist mindset because when you put on contest modifier maybe that makes your grind better maybe you get the weapons quicker or something you would need an elude incentive to turn on you know contest modifier in the strike playlist but so everything I just said are far reaching systemic solutions to long burn grind loot pursuit that lands on the spectrum of player 
Why does it land on the spectrum of player? You don't have to chase all those armor sets if you don't want to. You don't have to turn on contest modifier if you don't want to. Those are things for the hardcore players if they want, and it's just like Menagerie. When they do that, it speeds up their grind. If you're playing organized, hardcore in Menagerie, you beat it faster. If you're playing casual, matchmaking by yourself, you can still beat Menagerie, but it's slower and less efficient. That is the future of Destiny. You gotta have that far-reaching spectrum just boom landing on the game where you don't have to do this if you don't want to but if you do there's an efficiency and a quickness and 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 a loot incentive to do it like this What's good, Feed? I see you in the chat. Sunfire. Do you think that Bungie should stick to pinnacles like Breakneck and Mountaintop where it's unique with the gun, but not just god rolls? I mean, I don't... I don't trying to argue that the Breakneck and the Mountaintop are equal in how strong they are, I don't think you can make that argument. So I'm going to remove Mountaintop from your question and say, yeah, make them more like Breakneck. Make them more like, you know, uh, the Wendigo or the Delirium. Uh, Remy. Given armor 2.0 will have us powering up armor to equip more mods, do you think exotic armor will also have to have this or will it trade off using the exotic in and of itself? What are your thoughts? I think a lot of the exotic armor pieces need some treatment, but I think you're right. Like, I think if I'm going to take off Phoenix Protocol to put on a, an, a chess piece that I've invested in, that's a good trade. Remember, Remember trade perks is what I call them. Oh, you want to add brace frame to your gun? Cool, your magazine's smaller. Oh, you want to add hand laid stock for stability? You just lost some range. I think, like, that pain of trade, I think, is good. So if you were like, oh, I could put on this chess piece and get these benefits, but then I lose Phoenix Protocol, I lose Orpheus Rigs, whatever the frick. I think putting the, somebody in that painful decision, I think that's, I think that's good. I, I think that's good. I think that you can you can definitely have that element of which do I want to do? This is where set bonuses and, 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 and armor sets could come in with the same pain of like, do I want the exotic benefit or do I want the set bonus benefit? Like, which do I want? Defo side. What do you think should be done to hand cannons to counter Luna and Not Forgotten? I'm still losing against them. I mean, console just needs a standard recoil bloom you know, in-air accuracy patch where all weapons behave the same. I that that needs to happen. I, it probably will. I don't know how they can just continue to ignore the clear and glaring problem with balance of hand cannons on console. You know, it needs to be addressed. Remy, do you feel Solstice boxes being confined to only drop from the EAZ was put in place to limit rerolling majestic armor and not circumvent the menagerie, or was it just an intentional bad design? So Solstice boxes are confined to only drop from the EAZ. Was that put in place to limit re-rolling Majestic Armor and not circumvent the Menagerie? I just think it's a contextual drop. It's like, this is the new activity. This is where you get the thing. You know? Zorian Tasuna. Would you agree that Pinnacle Weapons should rather be solid, easily acquirable, high-tier weapons, rather than the absolute best weapon in class? So there's, Yeah, I already said where they should fall. They should fall beneath a god roll like legendary. I don't think they should be surpassing exotics. They should also not be surpassing god roll legendaries. It's a loot pursuit game, and I just don't think questline items should be better than virtually everything else. I think that's problematic. They should be really, really solid, good weapons. 
that maybe could be invested in after the fact to make them a little bit better or something, but you know, I don't know. They they just there there's a couple that are well outside of the the bell curve. Um I remember a tweet from Deej, he said in D1 that if you don't go flawless in trials, you don't deserve the weapons from it. He said that himself. Um I I have serious doubts he said that and the the trials bounties are a refutation of your argument because you could get the trials weapons without going flawless. So, you're wrong again and they made decisions in the game that prove y- your assertion is wrong. So, for Penalicious, whatever, for for Penalicious, for Penalicious. Thank you for 23 months liver lobes, one more month of the 2-year badge. Uh, do you think the strength of Mountaintop and Recluse is overstated in PvP? Both weapons are easily counterable uh, and see very little play in higher level comp as they are very easy to counter. Is it possibly the case of people just blaming their mistakes on a weapon? What you're saying isn't backed by any of the narrative I've seen from any of the top tier players. The time to kill on a Recluse Mountaintop combo is not being overstated. Um, it's not. It's, it is absolutely not being overstated. I don't know anybody that would accept your contention. Um, and they're also insanely strong virtually everywhere else in the game. So I think your, your contention can be probably disproven with math. Like the efficiency of the weapons, the time to kill, how fast they kill people is math. That's not opinion. So those are like facts you have to grapple with. I, 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 don't, I don't think so. So. Void pill. What do you think of the fair nerf would be for the recluse? I don't actually have an opinion on what they should do to the recluse. I don't. I don't have an opinion on how to fix it. So, by the way, guys, if you're here and enjoying the back and forth in the discussion, as long as people in chat are being respectful, myself and the mods are allowing it. We're allowing the disagreement to happen. That's totally fine and healthy. Everybody thinks differently about the game. As long as nobody's name calling and being nasty, that is welcome here. If you enjoy this vibe and this healthy discourse that is not everybody saying, yeah, I agree, then stick around, click follow, clicking the heart button, supports me and joining the conversation and can submit questions we do not kick people out here for disagreeing with us that's being proven over the last 20 minutes we've allowed a number of people to stay in chat who are disagreeing but everybody's being respectful so i appreciate the people who are being disres- uh being disagreeing in a respectful way i appreciate you guys doing that anti-matter do you feel like pinnacle quests like for the revoker should be repeated for future pinnacle weapons? The revoker, you have to get 3,500 total glory points rather than just getting to 2,100. I love PvP, but I think the quest like this allows people who struggle with PvP to eventually get the weapon. I think if you reined pinnacles in to be really, really good, but not as good as exotics, then what you're saying is totally fine. I think that's the biggest problem is you've got weapons that are absurdly strong, and that's why you're like, well, it should be really hard to get them. But then you have a problem. You have a really, really difficult weapon to get that's essentially an exotic, but it's not an exotic. Just, don't you see? Like it's, it's. There's a, there's a, there's a dissonance there. Something's off. Something is off. Uncle Ebenezer, slightly off topic. Do you think an AFK macro in Rumble is unethical? It seems to be a win-win for everyone involved. You're giving everyone else better chance to finish top three. I'd, I'd, I'm not going to come at anybody with ethics or morality for using a macro in Rumble. I, I don't, like, who the frick cares? Because they could arguably sit there and do the same thing. Is it unethical for you to sit there and go into Rumble and feed? To just run around and not get kills? If that's what you think is fun? Now, the minute you go into, like, 
forges or gambit or team-based crucible now you're hurting the experience of other players and then i have a problem with what you're doing um you're grading against the design of the game and you're hurting the experience of other players so bro stava with the brand new prime sub thanks for using your prime sub here if you guys have a twitch prime sub and you use it on my channel i appreciate you doing that snivy land do you think having raid weapons having curated roles and have roles you can't have anywhere else like trench barrel one two punch on a shotgun or even pinnacle perks i think that'd be good somebody gave mark the bully a sub (laughs) so uh, uh, an anonymous person gifted mark the bully a sub thank you guys for doing that (laughs) mark you are welcome here you've been respectful you've been uh you've been a strong uh stubborn arguer (laughs) but you've been respectful and that's fine um evil the waffler armor 2.0 is my understanding will limit us due to a point system similar to call of duties loadout system if this is true i don't where did you hear this is this true chat armor 2.0 is going to limit us with a point system on each individual piece maybe or are you saying are you saying that like i can only wear so many pieces of armor that are so strong um i don't know I've not heard this evil. I, I've not heard this. I, I, I'm not sure where you're getting this. Crawl is saying yes. I, I don't know where you got this information. Energy system for slotting mods. Oh, it's per piece? If it's per piece, then I, I, we'll have to wait and see. If they limit on what you can do per, per each individual piece, then that's totally fine. And Johnny the Cat King. Should linear fusion rifles become special weapons? Uh, I've never seen them use them as heavy. Raise the efficiency of snipers and the lethality of snipers in PvE. Take linear fusions into the same lane and put them in the energy slot. Yeah, I agree. Same thing with swords. Swords should be energy weapons. They don't make sense as power weapons. Lower their damage and their ammo capacity, and swords are a great energy slot. I, they don't make sense in the power slot. Uh, whack of games. Do you think that Bungie can fix a part of the problem by designing more bosses that can only be damaged by doing a certain mechanic like Oryx instead of just standing in a well and shoot at the boss? We got this question yesterday when we talked about Well of Radiance. I don't want every boss to be like Oryx, but I think Oryx fight and the Axis fight in Wrath of the Machine that requires a lot of movement, a lot of relocation, a lot of spinning of plates and damage would be a good a good pushback on everybody just standing in a well. I also think well needs tweaked. I have a whole video on that. Svenald. What if diff- what's difficult about reaching 2100 glory it just seems to be a longer grind than difficult up to fabled which is the rank required for recluse you can have a 50% win rate and so get the gun there's actually nothing di- difficult about getting re- recluse all today I have said the mountaintop was the one that was actually really difficult to get neither of them are actually like you have to be top 10% to get them it's just a time commitment I was pushing it back against the contention that I saw in chat that it should be set up in such a way that only the top 10% are likely to get the weapon and those are the best weapons. I have a problem with that. That's an that's a severe balance problem. But that's not what's happening in the game right now. With enough commitment and time, you can get the mountaintop and the recluse. And I think it's totally fine if good players and stacked teams get it faster. That's a reward for being organized and being good at the game. Aaron Tank. Do you think Pinnacles will, with more effective perks, could benefit having more prerequisites for activation? For example, Recluse needing more than one kill to activate Master at Arms. Apply this to Philosophy to other Pinnacles. I don't think you want to apply this to other Pinnacles because the other Pinnacles aren't that great. I mean, the, the, out, the, the, the Breakneck, 
and the Delirium and the Wendigo, a lot of these aren't that great. So I don't want to add more prerequisites. This might be a way to tone down Recluse. I don't know if that's the right answer, right? Flyer says, I love this conversation. Both sides have valid points. I also love the discussion saying civil improves. We can disagree with each other. Uh, and at the end of the day, we can all go out and have drinks. That's right. That's right. It, we, we should. We should all go get drinks later. We'll, we'll, on our own, I guess. Especially Finn. Uh, I thought it was free. Why have pinnacle weapons? They just diminish the entire remaining weapon pool. I mean, I, I address this in my talk. I think they have a place, but they just don't need to be so strong. But I think they can and do hurt loot, loot pursuit. The name is Toast. What if there were still three pinnacle each season, but you can get any of those weapons by choosing how to get them? Crucible, raid, strikes, etc. The difficulty would be balanced between those activities. Imagine being able to get Recluse either through Crucible, Gambit, or Raids. You choose what challenge to achieve it. I'm not going to argue for this very hard. I'm not opposed to something like Solstice saying you can either do crucible gambit or strikes because it's solstice of heroes I, you know see what i'm saying like i think solstice is in a different lane i i would argue for this in a free event like solstice okay because it it's it's it's, all, it's armor it's pretty you don't need to drag me through gambit and crucible however a pvp pinnacle a pve pinnacle gambit pinnacle i don't have a problem with that I don't have a problem with having to do PvP to get my Thorn or to get my Ace of Spades or whatever the frick. Like, I, I think that's okay sometimes. I, I see those as being in different categories. So, I wouldn't argue for very strongly for what you're saying. If they did it, I wouldn't be upset, but I don't think they're going to, and I don't think they really need to. Anti-Solar Flare. Do you think with the Cadence of Pinnacles each season that replicates Mountaintop and Recluse will it defeat the purpose of random roll weapons precisely the crux of my argument there's a couple of weapons that are so out far the bell curve they're basically exotics it does hurt loot incentive it does hurt loot grind since they're linearly achieved next question from Yajidi Jamini do you think that revolvers mediocrity in PvP what was Bungie's way of keeping it out of PvE do you think that revolvers what? Oh, Revokers. I was like, Revolvers? Do you think that Revokers mediocrity in PvP was Bungie's way of keeping it out of PvE? I don't know. I have no idea. I don't really... I'm not really familiar with the weapon and how great it is. Snipers in general are not good in PvE because there's no real place for them. Evil the Waffler. It might be hard to answer, but Bungie is giving us power in artifacts and then taking them away at the end of the season. Do you think this will solve problems like Mountaintop ETC? I This feels unrelated. If you're arguing that could they do this every season, here's your pinnacles, you earned them, and then they, they make them crap next season or they weaken them, I don't think that's a very, very good system. If you add a whole new thing called artifacts that are seasonally effective and then they reset every season that's different and i'm fine with that sunfire do you think they could bring back arms day from d1 in an ada bounty style uh yeah you could do something like that with the gunsmith and i'd be okay with it i'd love arms week or arms day i'd love everybody to have some sort of intentional bounty system like ada i think that's a good system i think it gives people a 
Um, I think it gives people a sense of intentionality over their grind. They can set their sights on things that they've been looking to get. They can set their sights on, you know, I want to get this hand cannon. I want to get this shotgun. I think that's good for the game. I think that adds a level of, you know, control and agency that promotes engagement. I think a feeling of utility and a feeling of hopelessness adds disengagement. I think that's one of the reasons that, you know, IS Luna grinds and things like that haunt people's dreams because they just didn't feel like they had any control over it. Uh, That's why the reckoning is so terrible. Apathetic. Do you think the answer to keeping players engaged but maintaining balance is maybe having cosmetics as pinnacle rewards instead of weapons? If you reach 2100, you get specific armor glows, better looking armor ornaments that could keep things balanced. You gotta be careful with this one. Um, you gotta be careful with this one. Because, um, yeah, we just lost a bunch of viewers. I noticed my own mobile pause. It seems like mobile and Twitch is having some issues lately. Been a lot of viewer fluctuation lately. I'm sorry for those of you that have to keep refreshing, especially if you're getting ads. Uh, if I could turn off pre-roll, I know that it would help viewership. Because people are refreshing and then getting hit by ads and probably stopping watching. Um... Uh, you gotta be careful with this this suggestion um, because I'm okay with this is I think, so I think something they could do with all the NPCs like a seasonal cosmetic grind and so the really hardcore players get the dopest looking stuff shaders, ornaments, stuff like that um, but if the only if the only thing you're giving those hardcore PvP players is a cosmetic reward I don't think that's going to work real well. I don't think it's going to work real well. It's got to be a little bit mixture of both. Uh, JD Turkleton. How about the pinnacle is much more obtainable like Revoker and there's a really awesome ornament and mod that's obtainable for hitting Fabled. So the Elite Crowd can get bragging rights. This reminds me of the Lunas in the Not Forgotten, right? Like you, you it, it takes it up a notch. Or like... Uh, Flawless got you adept weapons, but the trials bounties could just get you the normal weapons. I would be okay with something like this, yes. Johnny Always. Do you think Bungie intended two of the comp pinnacle weapons to be top tier PvE? They didn't intend it, but we already talked about why really good damage efficiency in PvP is probably going to play well in PvE. I don't necessarily think it's a problem, but if the Recluse and the Mountaintop weren't so far outside of their lane, it probably wouldn't be as extreme. Um... HMOG, should armor 2.0 and mods make a big enough difference where our current armor feels weaker to drive incentive? Hang on a second, let me reread this. Should armor 2.0 and mods make a big enough difference where our current armor feels weaker? Yes, 100%. Uh, Magically delicious with two months of subs, welcome back. I definitely think when they add new stuff, you should feel the drive to get rid of the old. People are like, but Lono, don't take away our stuff. It's a loot-based game. New content should drive you to the new loot, period. I'm not having that debate anymore. So yes, I agree. The new stuff should drive you to to put down the old. P-Dog. Do you think that exotic armor needs a hard redux if the new artifacts are going to give legendary exotic-like traits? Um, Some of the exotic armor does need new treatment. Not even... It's regardless of what they do with the artifacts. Regardless. A lot of the exotics need help. There are exotics that are the only really ones worth using, and then there's a ton that are just a joke. System Shock. Do you think that a set bonus should consist of 
one weapon and one armor. I'm not really sure what you mean. I don't really go into the details of what a set bonus should look like. I just think they'd be cool. Uh, Dr. Strucklebus. How hard do you think it is to get into D2 now if you've never played Destiny before? When New Light lands, I think it's going to be very easy to jump in, play through it, get a feel for how cool the world and the, and the guns and the supers are, and then jump into Shadowkeep. I'm, I'm serious. I think it's going to be very easy to get in. They've really going to streamline the entry point for you. Um, Subaru. What if something like Loaded Question was obtained through Crucible uh, and Recluse was through Strikes? Would people have been upset because of how strong or weak the weapons are? What if something like Loaded Question was obtained through Crucible and Recluse through Strikes? I don't really understand your question. What the frick does it matter? I mean, if the guns are strong or not, like where, where you're getting them is not really... I don't really think they need to start changing where you get them. Subaru... What if something you submit the same question twice? Gator Mag. Uh, or Gatorade Mag, sorry. Good morning, Lono. Power Bow. Thoughts. Oh, Power Bow. <laughs> I was like, this is like a new greeting. Power Bow. Like, you were bowing to me as a greet. Shut the frick up, chat. All right, good morning. Power Bow. Thoughts. Uh, go. Have a good one. Thank you power bow to you um okay so a powerful bow would have to be really strong um it would have to be like explosive and have like cluster explosions too or something um (laughs) unfreaking believable I think a powerful bow could be cool but man oh man it would have to really really be strong it would probably have to be an exotic too Jericus Barricus. Do you think we will ever see in-game LFG, an in-game LFG method in the not-so-distant future? In a not-too-distant future? Um, MSG3K? Perhaps with filters for a wide variety. We'll never gonna, we're never going to get matchmaking for raids. Just write that down. It's just not going to happen. I don't think they're ever going to do it. But I think they could do in-game LFG with checklists and mic requirements. Um, yes. J2J squared. Do you think it is better to start my second and third characters right now or wait until new light? Ah, wait until new light, I would think. Unless you just really love playing the game. Enlightened. I'm an above average PvP player. Weird flex, I'm just kidding. I'm an above average PvP player, so this doesn't affect me. Should the best guns in the game be obtainable only to top tier players? The rich get richer doesn't really make sense to me in Destiny, especially with PvP. Wondering your thoughts on that. Similar to D1 with Trials guns, the only way to get the elemental weapons uh, that they're only good for PvE. Well, we, we man, oh man, we've been talking about this for the last 20 minutes, so maybe you just got here. This has been an ongoing debate. Um... I think the best system was when you could get the Adept Trials weapons from Flawless and you could get the basic ones from the Bounties. I thought that was fine. I, I thought that was really, really good. I think making it to where... Uh, we, we had this discussion. If only the top 10% can get the absolute best weapons, that's a huge problem for balance. I'm not saying the top 10% players shouldn't have trophies and rewards to chase after. That's why Adept weapons worked. They were slightly better. But they weren't game-changing better. It wasn't like using a Recluse versus an Antiope. You know, it's like, there's just a huge difference between those weapons. And if Recluse was so difficult to get that only the top 10% could get it, I just think that poses a significant problem. Big Lovin'. 
Should difficulty of acquiring Pinnacle even matter in the discussion? If the weapon completely dominates the meta, this is still a problem in general, regardless of the percentage of players that have it. Well, sure. So we've been having kind of two discussions. I definitely made sure and I argued early on and in the talk that weapons like this that perform well outside the bell curve and are essentially at the level of an exotic is a problem in general. I do think you're always going to have best-in-class weapons. I think you give yourself a lot more flexibility if you have best-in-class weapons, but there's also really, really good random rolls in other archetypes and in other weapon types that can also be really, really dope. So... You see what I'm saying? This is the first stream I can respectfully debate with the streamer and others and not worry about egos. You guys are solid. I mean, we've come a long way. Like, we used to, we used to, people that were being the way that you were being, I mean, I think we used to kind of run people like that on a rail. I think we've just learned how much fun and how entertaining it can be to have a disagreement. I actually think disagreeing is way more fun. So... I enjoy the presence of people who can strongly argue and debate their position as long as they're respectful. It's very clear when somebody's going to come in and disagree and they're also being a douche. It's always really, really clear. (laughs) So, uh, Wolverine Warlock. Do you think pinnacle weapons should or should not come with full masterwork? Nah, I don't really care about this. If they come with it, I think that's fine. Uh, Snake Venom. As a former D1 player, I am frustrated at how Bungie has absolutely flooded D2 with Shift Sparrows, Emblems, ETC. It has only made these things unimportant to go after. I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, in D1, I never equipped my Wrath Ship or Hard Mode Emblems or certain shaders. I never unequipped my Wrath Ship or Hard Mode Emblems or certain shaders, ETC. I know this is off topic, but what are your thoughts? Okay, I'm going to give you your way. Let me give you your way. Let me grant you what you want, and you just have less freedom and less expression in the game. There are there are really really difficult things to get now personally I think what your issue is is that there should be really really difficult to obtain ships shaders and emblems that are that take a really really long time to get because then that would be your nano phoenix ship or those emblems and shaders that you never took off I don't think I think you're taking issue with the wrong thing it's not the abundance and the quantity the abundance and the quantity of emblem ships and shaders is great because it gives you personalization, customization, and freedom. That's a value point. Your issue is, I think, maybe with the accessibility of them so that virtually anybody can get a really dope ship and shader just like you. So, I'll give you an example. If you solo Shattered Throne Flawless... There should be a ship sparrow ghost combo that you only get for doing that. And there you have your nano phoenix. Like you would never take that off because you're like almost nobody, such a small percentage of the community has this ship, this sparrow, and this ghost, right? So I I think I'm restructuring your argument and just making it better. Like I think that's what you want ultimately, right? You want something like that. Like I after so many completions of a raid maybe what 20 should get like a guaranteed sparrow ship and a ghost or something like that or or an emblem do you see what I'm saying like do you see what I'm doing I don't think the abundance is the problem the abundance in power is customization I think the problem is there's just nothing behind like a really difficult thing so you don't really have that there's a couple of emblems that are really really nice like right like the day one raid emblems, you know, the ones you get within 24 hours, the one you get before, like, Tuesday or whatever the frick, but, like, there's not enough. I think they need more of that. Um, 
The emblems in Sparrow and Ghost Bungie make do not stand out enough to reflect the deed. They need to work on that. Well, I, I don't necessarily agree with that across the board, and I'm going to give you an example. Uh, I'm going to go to this this ship from Season 5. The Platinum Sterling, I think, is one of the coolest looking ships in the game, and you only get this by forging 100 weapons. I think this is the spirit of what Snake Venom wants. He wants something to be like, look at what I have done, and almost nobody else has this. So, more of this, because I think this is in the right, this is in the right lane. You know, you go to the same season, and then you got the always on time. Another dope looking, clearly unique, clearly Scourge and Forge influenced, but it's RNG. And it's got the enemies are less aggressive towards you while you're on your Sparrow. This should be a guaranteed drop after so many Scourge runs as a testimony of your investment and then it gives De- Snake Venom what he's what he's talking about. Never going to unequip that Sparrow. Never going to unequip the, the Sterling, the Nano Phoenix, etc. We lost Jimmy. I love his name. <laughs> we lost Jimmy. Do you think a player do you think player burnout is caused by the grind not being autonomous? Example, Destiny has MMO-like length grinds but in an MMO I can play one-handed in Destiny, I have to be engaged 100% of the time, even trash mobs. This is this is kind of a weird question, to be fair. It's a first-person shooter, so... D- d- I don't know, what? So you should be able to just kind of play, like, while you're eating a bowl of cereal? For, you know, I don't, I don't really understand. So... Void Pill, kind of piggybacking off Snake Venom, do you agree with the cosmetic distribution in D2 presently? Seems like the ever versus substantial priority, whereas aspirational content achievement tends to be left in the dust. Yeah, we just answered this, and he said in chat, I just answered his question. So yeah, I think aspirational content could afford to get some doper looking stuff. Sorry, just got here. If you already covered this, coming from D1, where most of my enjoyment was treasure hunting to the perfect role to take here, and to take into PvP. Do you think Pinnacle Weapons has kind of negated that pursuit? Yes, and I addressed that in the talk. I do think Pinnacle Weapons feel somewhat out of place in a game that is loot-based, RNG-based, random role based this does pinnacle weapons do seem to be somewhat out of place that's why they should be reined in a little bit they should be good they should be strong but they shouldn't be at the level of mountaintop recluse i think they're just they're basically exotics so the mountaintop and recluse can exist in the game and they could have been added as exotics but when you add them as pinnacles i just think they they disrupt they, they disrupt the balance and they cause dissonance so that's all the questions. That was a really long Q&A. Guys, thank you so much for the debate. That was such a good back and forth. So much respect and such a great community. If you've enjoyed this, again, remember to click follow and come back every day. We're going to be doing another one of these segments in just a little bit, so don't go anywhere. I'm not shutting down the stream. The next segment's called Stream Stop. It's about streaming and creating content. There's also a Q&A. It looks a lot like this. If you're listening to this in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live, probably live right now, twitch.tv slash say no to rage. As with all my content, I appreciate you listening. Please like, share, and subscribe. Subscribe.